Morning prayer begins on page three. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship me. Continuing on the bottom of page seven. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Venite, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 69 on page 421. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in even unto my soul. I stick fast in the deep mire, where no ground is, I am come into the deep waters, so that the floods run over me. I am weary of crying, my throat is dry. My sight faileth me for waiting so long upon my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs on my head. They, are that, they that are mine enemies and would destroy me, guiltless, are mighty. I paid them the things that I never took. God, thou knowest my simpleness, and my faults are not hid from thee. Let not them that trust in thee, O Lord of hosts, Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my cause. Let not those that seek thee confound, be confounded through me, O Lord God of Israel. And why, for thy sake, have I suffered reproof? Shame hath covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren, even an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house have even eaten me, and the rebukes of them that rebuke thee are fallen upon me. I weep and chasten myself with fasting, and that was turned to my reproof. I put on sackcloth also, and they jested upon me. They that sit in the gates speak against me, and the drunkards make song upon me. But, Lord, I make my prayer unto thee in an acceptable time. Hear me, O God, in the multitudes of thy mercy, even in the truth of thy salvation. 
Take me out to the mire that I sink not, or let me be delivered from them that hate me and out of the deep waters. Let not the water floods drown me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Lord, for thy loving kindness is comfortable. Turn thee unto me according to the multitude of thy mercies. And hide not thy face from thy servant, for I am in trouble. O hasten thee, and hear me. Draw nigh unto my soul, and save it. O deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach, my shame, and my dishonor. Mine enemies are all in thy sight. Reproach hath broken my heart. I am full of heaviness. I looked for some to have pity on me, but there was no man, neither found I any to comfort me. They gave me gall to eat, and when I was thirsty, they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table be made a snare to take themselves with all, and let all the things that should have been for their wealth be unto them an occasion for falling. Let their eyes be blinded, that they see not, and ever bow thou down their backs. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful displeasure take hold of them. Let their habitation be void, and no man to dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom thou hast smitten, and they talk how they may vex them whom thou hast wounded. Let them fall from one wickedness to another, and not come unto thy righteousness. Let them be wiped out of the book of the living, and not be written among the righteous. As for me, when I am poor and in heaviness, thy help, O God, shall lift me up. I will praise the name of God with a song, and magnify it with thanksgiving. This also shall please the Lord, better than a bullock that hath horns and hoofs. The humble shall consider this and be glad. Seek ye after God, and your soul shall live. For the Lord heareth the poor, and despises not his prisoners. Let heaven and earth praise him, the sea and all that moveth therein. For God will save Zion, and build the cities of Judah, that men may dwell there, and have it in possession. The pos thy posterity also of his servant shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the eighth chapter of the first book of Samuel. Now it came to pass, when Samuel was old, that he made his sons judges over Israel. The name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abijah. They were judges in Beersheba. But his sons did not walk in his ways. They turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes, and perverted justice. Then all the elders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah, and said to him, Look, you are old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now make for us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. So Samuel prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Heed the voice of the people in all that they say to you. 
for they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. According to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them up out of Egypt, even to this day, with which they have forsaken me and served other gods, so they are doing to you also. Now therefore, heed their voice. However, you shall solemnly forewarn them, and show them the behavior of the king who will reign over them. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who asked him for a king. And he said, This will be the behavior, behavior of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for his own chariots and to be his horsemen, and some will run before his chariots. He will appoint captains over his thousands and captains over his fifties, will set some to plow his ground and reap his harvest, harvest, and some to make his weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers, cooks, and bakers, and he will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves, and give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and your vintage, and give it to his officers and servants. And he will take your men servants and your maid servants and your finest young men and your donkeys, and put them to his work. He will take a tenth of your sheep, and you will be his servants. And you will cry out in that day because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourselves, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, No, but we will have a king over us, that we may also be like all, all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he repeated them in the hearing of the Lord. So the Lord said to Samuel, Heed their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said to the men of Israel, Every man go to his city. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus says on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 35th verse of the 12th chapter of St. Luke. Let your waist be girded and your lamps burning, and you yourselves be like men who wait for their master when he will return from the wedding, that when he comes and knocks, they may be open to him immediately. Blessed are those servants whom the master, when he comes, will find watching. Assuredly, I say to you that he will gird himself and have them sit down to eat and will come and serve them. And if he should come in the second watch, or come in the third watch, and find them so, blessed are those servants. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. 
Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming in an hour you do not expect. Then Peter said to him, Lord, do you speak this parable only to us or to all people? And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his master will make ruler over his household, to give them their portion of food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly I say to you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But if that servant says in his heart, My master is delaying his coming, and begins to beat the men servants and maidservants, and to eat and drink and be drunk, the master of that servant will come on a day when he was not, is not looking for him, and in an hour when he is not aware and will cut him in two, and appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant who knew his master's will, and did not prepare himself, or do according to his will, shall be beaten with many stripes. But he who did not know, yet committed things worthy of stripes, shall be beaten with few. For everyone to whom much is given, from him much will be required, and to whom much has been committed, of him they will ask the more. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that hate us, who perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, who perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was at the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. <clears throat> I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as past man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we loving thee above all things may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all and welcome. Um, our psalm this morning, Psalm 69, it, often the prayer book does this on Friday, is a point to psalm that has a kind of Good Friday resonance because uh, Friday is a continual remembrance of the crucifixion, just as Sunday is a perpetual memorial of, of Easter. And sometimes in this, uh, the song of the, of the, of the, of the suffering servant who's crying out to God to, to come deliver me from this overwhelming, um, uh, adversary and, and circumstance, um, there can be some discomfort with the verses when the prayer turns to asking God to, um, really nail the enemies, um, you know, that uh, let their eyes be blinded, bow down their backs, pour out the indignation upon them. And in fact, uh, if you look at the prayer book lectionary, it omits these verses from the psalm this morning, which I think was a very bad edit uh, to take uh, words off of the word of God. But we should understand that these sort of what, what are called the imprecatory psalms, where, where, where the uh, psalmist is, is praying for God's vengeance, Though um, in the New Testament, Jesus comes to bring uh, forgiveness and clemency, um, it is, a, um, it, it is a, a clemency and a forgiveness that's offered for a season until he comes again in glory to judge the world. And even in the New Testament, Jesus came to call Israel to repent and offered people forgiveness for all their sins. However, the the um, long-term result of his ministry for Israel was that judgment came on Israel in AD 70 because in fact the nation did not embrace him. So um, the idea that there will be justice uh, for all is really required by the gospel because if we're not gonna have justice everyone's just going to be forgiven without anyone ever being held account. It's kind of silly. Um, and so the gospel, in the words that Jesus began his own ministry with, is kind of operates in the kind of jubilee year um, 
proclamation where now everybody can be forgiven, but that does not preclude over the course of time people who refuse that that call to repent and refuse to do what God says that they're going to experience the, the justice that, that that comes to them for that um, perseverance and disobedience. So it, it's important that we understand the call for justice is part and parcel of the gospel also. A um, couple notes about the lessons. In Samuel, it's interesting, God has a, um, expresses a clear preference for personal autonomy and, pers- and, and a structure of society that frees people from the ability for leaders and those in power to, to take undue advantage of them. And God's ideal state is everybody is obeying the Torah. The Torah adjudicates life. It tells you how to, you know, farm your field, care for the poor. It talks about justice in terms of is carried out locally, really by, by clans and families in an accordance with um, the principles of the Torah. And um, so when Israel wants a king, there's this movement to, hey, we want this guy to do all this for us, is a movement away from personal responsibility. We've learned throughout Judges and Samuel that all the problems Israel runs into is because they all fall into idolatry and disobedience. And I want someone to save us from that. And um, so, uh, but God's preference is, is, is for um, people to be free and to trust him individually and then he his blessing comes upon the people. So God understands that when they ask Samuel for a king, it's rejection not just of Samuel but of God, because he's been reigning over them, sending them judges and 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 defeating the enemies when they arise. And when they turn to him in prayer, he fights for them, and and they're rejecting that arrangement. They want someone to do it for them. This also shows the problem of hereditary succession that Samuel clearly has special qualities that his sons clearly do not have. And just to kind of tie it into Luke then, we see the parable Jesus talks about, what we thought describes what faithfulness looks like is the faithful servant. And this, realized, this, this describes a situation which every believer, every one who follows Jesus will be rewarded for their own faithfulness. In terms of the Samuel lesson, the leader can't, um, be faithful for you. <laughs> the leader can can call you to faithfulness. It reminds me of a line that um, Bishop Gahin used to say that Episcopalians viewed the priest as the person they paid to be a Christian for them. You know, sort of freed them from the responsibility for doing it. We get this guy who can do the stuff, and that's precisely what God does not want. And so this is why the personal call to faithfulness. Who then is that wise and faithful servant? the master will find so doing when he comes is just like yeah do the things you're called to do and the blessing of god accrues and the role of a of a leader is also to be a servant which is to be faithful in the task he has been called to do uh and no matter how we configure the christian life we're all called to be faithful in our servant our servanthood to christ we'll all be rewarded appropriately for that you know in in the judgment uh when justice will be will be served universally so we'll conclude morning prayer with the intercession that's on page 590 of the prayer book let us pray accept o lord our intercessions for all mankind 
let the light of the gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good and pardon all those who have done who wish us evil and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. We'll pause for each person to remember their personal intercessions. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, honor about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Great to be with you in prayer this morning. Have a wonderful Friday. Great start to the weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye -bye. Thank Thank have you. a wonderful day, everybody. Oh, get out of here. Hello.